Well, I mean, because laws are meant to, you know, in, in, at Be least broken, you know, like right? very surface, at very surface level, laws are meant to like at least order our society. So, some would argue protect us, whatever the case is, but. Um, if you are just immune to all laws, then that all that all has to be governed internally. So all consequence avoidance has to be something that you you have to really so be ben, like playing. You really have to like look pretty far in the future. Mm-hmm. To that point, last night I was privy to a conversation where someone was trying to say that Superman was better than Wolverine, and the other person was trying to argue the opposite. And one of the you arguments of <laughs> thrilling party. Oh, <laughs> this is a Friday this night. This was big. Yeah. I mean, uh, Superman does good... more well than Wolverine. That's certainly true. Well, one of the points was, well, each one was like, well, I like Wolverine better because it's a little grittier and all that stuff. And the other person said, but the reason Superman, he's basically this power in a way. Because, like, he, they said, like, well, he can, he's got the power to pretty much do whatever he wants. And yet he's always internally monitoring himself to That's do true. the right thing. And That's so, true. It, it, to your point, Ben, it, it's it's kind of and it is one of the interesting things about Superman that he could pretty much just fuck around and do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> oh yeah, um, but, but the he does, boring right, he part does about Superman is that he doesn't. <laughs> he's he's like, the entire world. He's like, well, let me tell you something. Yeah. I was in the Boy Scouts when I was seven, and they taught me some lessons for life. And it's like the whole the whole Earth could be his personal rage room, but he, he you know he he doesn't do that. I don't know that. Like I've never been that into. Superman as like a, a character, but I think that only when it was fact, Dean Kane, and then I was in. <laughs> I I think that actually is kind of an interesting like because you are not beholden to any laws around you, you really have to keep you know you really have to keep that shit in check. Mm-hmm. I wish they showed like his internal monologue of like I almost melted this fool's <laughs> face off in one second. <laughs> that, that's how he would say it. But I decided not <laughs> this to. Fool like, his, yeah, he's very eloquent when he speaks externally, but his internal monologue is like his, pretty his hardcore. His internal monologue is. It's, it's way worse than normal. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do have to say, to the point that Superman is boring. I, I will admit, like, I understand. Like, they, they wrote a character that's like, he's like a noble gas. Nothing can happen to him. How do you write about a character to whom nothing can happen? <laughs> yeah, and but, he expands. Without, well, you put him under high temperatures and pressure and add fluorine. I think he's very the, noble though. The, the, the best part is just that, like, by the 1950s, they genuinely had run out of stories. There were some where I think he was, like, running a relay race, and then the baton was made of kryptonite. It was almost that bad. I'm picking that up, but it was along those lines. I think they finally got down to one where Lex Luthor traps him and says, look, I'm now a good guy, and then in so doing gets his trust and then kills Superman in front of everybody on live TV and then the police find him capture Lex Luthor put him in jail because he killed Superman and then at the last panel is him at a funeral and at the bottom it says it's really sad that Superman just died but don't worry it's just a story he'll be back next week and you're like, well, why the what? fuck did I read this horse shit that is a pile of dog crap I mean it was so they had no ideas oh by the God. 50s that is also the most metafiction thing of all time. <laughs> just like, Stupid it's comic. just a story. <laughs> Fuck you. Give they us ideas. We had to finally kill we him. Do we can't do that because we, we won't have anything next week. This is what fiction is, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> You're reading a book. We're, we're breaking the laws. <laughs> of suspe- We're immune to the laws of suspension of disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> this power could be its own whole podcast, though, like examining all the laws of our culture and which ones mm. would be fun to be able to be immune from. Yeah, what In a way, would that's the what empowered is, be right. of breaking down each law 
yeah, like a, a short fiction piece about someone who has the power to be immune from that law. Or the laws of nature. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. An abstract mathematical conceptual uh, discussion on what happens when you break the law of syllogism. <laughs> <laughs> I won a chocolate once for that. Wittgenstein. <laughs> by <laughs> breaking the law of syllogism, you no, won a chocolate? Pr- well, what happened was the philosophy professor put up a syllogism, and it was a class of 30, and everyone was like, yep, that one checks out. And about six or seven of us went, I don't think it does. And, and then? And, and then we, we all got, like, razzed by not only the students, but the teacher, who then ate his words the following class and said, I looked it up. You seven guys were right. And you, 23, were wrong. Here, you seven that had the, the guts to actually speak up against the masses... You get a chocolate. Therefore, Zane, how much of it the parties you <laughs> go to, man, and then Phil talking about getting a chocolate in math class and also Superman stories is going to make it into the episode. <laughs> yeah, this the may be the best episode dark. ever. <clears throat> well, all I right. stayed right. serious in this one. I didn't let's, let's, chop, let's chop this one off. Uh, all right, back to let's small chop this. Let's <laughs> chop this one off. Let's chop this one off. That's a common phrase that humans say. Well, well, I chop this off. We just chop Must off you ever forget. Yes. Okay. Make sure you point out that that's... Sh- I told you about my Ghostbusters story, right? No. Probably? My fr- my friend Josh, who I insist is... Oh, yeah, the, the is, Gorillas yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, who I insist is not me, said, Oh, man, we don't have any good cartoons anymore, like the <laughs> Ghostbusters cartoon. And I thought he was talking about the real Ghostbusters. Real Adventures of Comma? But it turns out he's talking about Filmation's Ghostbusters, which has the monkey. Oh. And I'm like, that show? That show sucked. <laughs> Did I, anyone I, on I have no idea how this is related to Tarzan. Because <laughs> it was made that, by the same dude. Oh. That show okay. is actually the long, the one that's been on my list the longest of like, maybe we'll do this one next time. And I'm always just like, Ghostbusters? No. The, the one with the monkey, the animated the version. Ghostbusters. Huh. Filmation's Ghostbusters. Um, Monkey's Ghostbusters. I, Slightly well, related. Lou Scheimer, make sure you point out, he's not doing the voices because he wants like, oh, this will be cool. He's doing it to save money. Yeah, that, when, that's assumed. The thing we, the, there, there's two things that we point out. One is that he does the voices to save money. Two is that his grandfather allegedly punched out Hitler in a beer hall. <laughs> And that's why he had to move to America. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry. What? Mm-hmm. The original Nazi puncher, Lou Scheimer's granddad. <laughs> some trivia question on if Millionaire hadn't been canceled. Also, awesome. Which yeah, animation is his grandfather punched out Hitler in a bar? <laughs> I feel like most people don't use the phrase "punched out." Mike Tyson <laughs> used it. Mike Tyson, yeah, he popularized the phrase. Um, did you- His granddad was just like, some crime been doing on here, or whatever <laughs> the hell I said. crime must just- have been doing. <laughs> some crime must have been doing, and just, uh, You know that uh, Albert Broccoli may have killed Ted Healy? I don't know who those people are, but that <laughs> Ted sounds Healy like- was the, the, uh, the inventors of Healy's. Yeah. <laughs> or was that Jack Healy? Ted Healy was the producer of the uh, oh. Three Stooges, the original Three Stooges. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And he died after uh, complications that ensued from a bar fight. Uh, and Albert Broccoli was apparently in that bar fight. <laughs> Who's Albert Broccoli? Oh, wow. Producer of the James Bond films. Ah. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Contentious Marcus. So you're the James uh, Bond. As well as a uh, 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 little film called uh, Chitey Chitey Bang Bang. I don't. How do you know all these things? <laughs> Uh, because I can't uh, remember what my shopping list is. There's just, <laughs> <laughs> there's, 
Just yeah. useless information taking up space constantly. Quick, Nick, name every James Bond movie that Joe Don Baker was in. Uh, Goldeneye and Living Daylights. Revolver <laughs> <Bravo-bravasa. laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, sorry, uh, uh, World is Not Enough. Yes. No. Uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah. That's the one where uh, they do the, the halo jump. And he's like, oh, no, that's not Joe Don Baker. Is it is. Sorry. We're now back. name at least three items of food in your fridge. Bacon. Okay. The good milk. The bad milk. <laughs> You're not <laughs> wrong. <laughs> it's sad that that Zane is better at naming items in in your. Uh, Everybody in your has a bad milk in their fridge. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, uh, uh, mine's a buttermilk. That's like one of those like psychic things of just like you just say something that's general. And it's like, <laughs> how did he know? How did he do that? I, I have sense uh, that you have a grandfather <laughs> what and I'm sensing that he punched out Hitler in a beer <laughs> that... well that is remarkably specific <laughs> but, I mean okay would any of you have this power this is a genuine yeah. question would any of you have this power Hell of course no. if you offered me any power um, yeah I would I would train it up Spacho. <laughs> Okay, you said Gazpacho so many times that I started to hear Gestapo. So I wrote down the phrase Gazpacho agent just just for posterity. <laughs> oh, just so Dan, when I was spoons um, out of people's hands when they're here? trying to get it heated up. But you hear no, somebody who does commissions subterfuge. on uh, Instagram. I want to see Gazpacho agent as the empowered mascot. Uh, Dan, I was at uh, I was in Germany recently, and I went to the um, East Berlin Stasi Museum. Really? That, oh, how was that? It was terrifying. Yeah, I but bet. also because it's super dusty and old, I think I caught like some sort of bizarre sickness from from it. Good lord! <laughs> you you got the Stasi sneezes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, as far Stasi as they know, schnazis. oh my god if only they had sausages stasi sausages (laughs) the stasi sausage stand we did get stopped at customs for our sausages I wish I had a nickel did they take the sausages yes they did they were like you can't bring German meat into this country (laughs) they jerked him off that's what happened tragic Uh, those sausage tariffs it was like that. Uh, it was like that scene in uh, what was it? The new guy, yeah. the one where the librarian breaks that guy's dick. <laughs> what? Do you Weirdly remem- into it. Do you By remember phasing? that? Uh, phasing, what is that movie called? Isn't it the new guy or the new kid? Yeah, that's mm. what I thought. Yeah. Not Dick Breaker. What? Is- <laughs> yeah. yeah, the librarian di- breaks uh, breaks this kid's dick because uh, <laughs> she thinks dick. that she's she thinks that he's got candy in his pocket and he's just. Got an erect dick that is his in his pocket, uh, and so she grabs it and is like, "Fork over that candy, child!" <laughs> and and just, she's in a rolling chair. Know. She's like and dragging him across. It sounds a little too highbrow for me. <laughs> <It's> fucking crazy. Gary, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, did, did you know that ninety-eight percent of uh, uh, penile displacement—I think it's called penile displacement—happens because I've of reverse that. cowgirl. Really? Really? Yeah. Challenge accepted. I, <laughs> that, Stay is safe that actually out there, guys. true? <laughs> yeah. Really? I, I, I don't that, think displacement's the right word, but it's basically where it, like... It, like Eruption. You, you know, it, like... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's how uh, that's how all those porn stars get that crazy like uh, that crazy like um, incline dick. dick. Yeah, incline dick. I don't know, that's yeah, like too like, highbrow for me. <laughs> no, like, in, as Gary would say. <laughs> <laughs> Where like all those porn stars, they have like that uh, that 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 dick that just like kind of bends upward near the end. Go yeah, the, the angle of the dangle yep. is approaching three sixty. And like I've seen those before, and I'm like. That's not what mine looks like. I like that they're so like, what exercises are they doing? Like the this. dick is Maybe it's constructed with knuckles almost. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's constructed with a, with, a, with a few different joints, yes. Prehensile. That's what uh, it looks like. Elephants have prehensile. Uh, yeah, elephants have prehensile. And so do uh, bonobos, right. is that right? They have to. They have to? Yeah, they'd never get anything done. <laughs> well. You gotta... Hit it and quit and it. no one would ever do them either. <laughs> Picking up everything with my trunk and my dick. <laughs> you never touch them together. That is so taboo in elephant street. society. Don't Gary, aren't you so glad you stuck around for this? <laughs> I... <laughs> the people we could have been. <laughs> is this like... Pu- Empowered after dark. Yeah, That's Gar- what this yeah. one is. Gary's like, well, let me tell you about Incline Dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's my infomercial. Wait, there's more. <laughs> I just submitted uh, for I just submitted for yeah. an FBI background check for an internship, and I'm afraid that they're going to find this recording. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be like, we have so many Wait. questions about Incline Dick. You're you're worried about this one, not the one where we were talking about. Wouldn't it be fun to break the law? <laughs> <laughs> You realize all, Incline Dick is not one of the powers start, that's like, going on here. threatening people's genitals. That's when people get serious. Yeah. Dick law. Um, <laughs> Private eye. That, yeah. that, that, my, that's uh, my favorite uh, Jude Law bu- uh, brother. Dick and you want to start another one? <laughs> Richard I'll law. start another one. Uh, give me Yo. Dan, Ian, and Nick. All right. All right, I'm here. All right, guys. Gary, well, well, Gary, before you go, what's on your shirt? I've been trying to figure it out the whole time. Oh, it's just a sunset. That's beautiful. I, I initially had a, a plan that every time that I wasn't recording, I was going to change costume or change my shirt, but then I gave up after the first change. So it's <laughs> yeah. a lot of work. I did that once for a party. Uh, I came as every costume from Back to the Future uh, that Marty <laughs> McFly wears. But That's I incredible. didn't want to give away the secret, so I had to leave them in my car. My friends were. I had to park three blocks away, and they were three stories up. It was. The most committed I was ever to a Halloween party. <laughs> you, how many costumes did you do? Uh, I did obviously, you know, puffy vest and all that. You know, awesome. denim. Oh yeah, that's um, a good vest. I did him on the date with his mom. Let's just call it what it is. Um, I did yeah, him the red on the date tie. With his mom. <laughs> um, and the saddle that's, shoes. That's a mom snub right there. Wow. But did you dress as the mom as well? No, Marty no. McFly never dressed up as yeah, a mom. one of those like puppets that's like attached with like the rod so that it can go like this and the arms move. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely made sure there was something resembling, you know, just like just Calvin fluids, Klein. like like no, like sex fluids, baby. Um, <laughs> sex fluids. They did it. They they cut away, but they did it. Um, and then I did uh, him with like the leather jacket and the fedora. Um, nice. Mm. Oh, there that's was one right. more. Um, Are you Marty McFly? Yes. I got a letter. Oh yeah, Joe <laughs> I Flaherty. Love, I love the score, the musical score for that moment. It really stuck with me. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> Zane just gave up. 
Dad, had a, a good guy. I had a chat with Alan Silvestri about his score once. We talked did you really? Yeah, wow. I did. Holy shit. That's yeah, it was awesome. fun, actually. You know, like, fame people. I'm going to write a book someday called Famous People Who Has Known Me. So. <laughs> okay. I'll read that book. <laughs> yeah. You have some free time on your hands, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> someday I will. Porn. And dick jokes on yeah. movies, so he's got plenty of him. Yeah. With all of his when erudition. I'm, when I'm not thinking about slopey dicks or whatever we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> slopey, slopey dicks. <laughs> That's the whale I've been tracking down my whole life. Herman Mills. That's the book I'm currently reading. <laughs> Zane, where'd you go? That's our next power. <laughs> and this is Slopey Dick. <laughs> Private <laughs> From hell's heart I stabbeth thee. <laughs>